Another episode of the TNT podcast with your boy Torres Finney and my co host Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? What it do, baby? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, we are in the midst, and I mean the midst, the midst of the NBA tra- de- uh, trade deadline. And around this time, you know, after the deadline, things get serious. There ain't no more changing teams, there ain't no more trading and all this bull crap. Is who you got all the way up to June until the Larry O'Brien trophy is being held up. So we're about to go over which parts and pieces of these guys will affect who holds the Larry O'Brien trophy. First, I'm going to say the biggest piece, and it's probably the biggest news in all of the NBA, is LeBron James mm-hmm. being out indefinitely with an ankle sprain, a high ankle sprain against the uh, Atlanta Hawks. And uh, with LeBron James, I mean, you, you I mean, it, it is, it's, it is what it is, bro. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. If LeBron's not playing, the Lakers have no chance of winning. That, that's That's just, I don't care if they have Anthony Davis. I don't care if they have the full team. If LeBron James is not playing, Lakers have no chance. And I, and I, and I so about winning the championship or winning games? Winning the championship. Okay. No, I got no, you. No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You got both of them. They're not, I, I mean, they ain't going to win as many games, you know, because, I mean, they just lost to the Pelicans. They got blown out. And the Pelicans yeah. are not a bad team because the Pelicans are the five seed, which is really good. Zion, I mean, Zion and all those boys, I mean, boy, the Pelicans can be the five seed in the hardest conference in the NBA. That's phenomenal. Yeah. But the Lakers have lost their last three games. Granted, Hawks, who has been hot lately. They have. Um, the Suns, um, the number two team in the, uh, in the West. And then – you got the Pelicans, you know, who's the number five team. Yeah, number five team. Now they got the 76ers uh, tomorrow, which, you know, uh, well, today technically. And then they have the Cavs and then the Magics, the Bucks, and the Kings, the next few ongoing. But with the Lakers, man, I mean, it's over. It is what is in is in the writing. Yes, you got to have LeBron James. Mm-hmm. He is said to be out for three to six uh, weeks, um, potentially. Yeah. But, um, you know, I saw his tweet. It depends on. You know what you're thinking and talking about, uh, talking about like getting back harder, getting back to work hard. But you asked that question, how much would that ankle be affected in the long run? Uh-huh. Um, uh, will we see the same LeBron James? Will that lead to hamstrings? Will that lead to uh, hip? You know, because that's what happened with low, uh, ankle sprains. Ankle sprains, you start to uh, gravitate to leaning to one side. You don't mm-hmm. put as much pressure as you want to. Uh, will he be as explosive? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I believe LeBron will be all of those things. I do. Um, but we saw what happened two years ago when, you know, he had a few small injuries, Nick and Nack, yeah. and it started to hurt them in the long run. Right. And, yes, we remember. They were they were where, where they are right now. They were at the four seed. And then when he got hurt, it dropped down from there. And the sad part about it is not only that, they don't even have their second-best player either, uh-uh. Anthony Davis. Yeah. So – you, you, you have to start looking to the Lakers. And, and, and like I said, and I'm looking at the standings now. Yeah. Um, the standings are are really there. I mean, you got one, the Jazz. You know, they're the high, one of the hottest teams right now. You got the Suns. You know, I will forever say uh, Tyler sleep pick because I did not think about the Suns being this high coming into the season. Um, the Clippers are right there to the three seed. The Lakers are right behind them, four. Nuggets, five, right there on that trail. They're only a game and a half behind. Blazers six, uh, Spurs seven, uh, Mavericks eight, Mavericks. Warriors nine. Yeah, Mavericks are starting to come on. Uh, Warriors been on two game skid, so they're allowed to yeah, Mavericks. And, slide and, in there. and Curry, Curry's gonna be out another week, is what I'm seeing. Yeah, with a so bust contusion, man. The, the freaking wow. the the real big storyline right now to me is all these injuries, man. Like it's just like. Can, can people even get healthy? I mean, you're, you're seeing it a lot with the Lakers, especially, you know, AD, LeBron out. Then you got KD, who's been on a hiatus for God knows how long uh, with his hamstring. That That's that's a little 
scary to me. Then from time to time, you just have Kyrie either taking time off or he's got something small, some type of little, like you said, a knickknack type injury. And, you know, then you see these other teams there, you know, you, you have Chris Stapps, you know, you know that one just because you're, you're Mavericks. Um, the Clippers have had he their fair share. He can't stay this life. Man. For real. Uh, the, the Clippers have had their fair share of some injuries. Boston's been running through it some. It's just like everybody's been hit. Now you got Philadelphia with uh, Joel out. It, it's just tough stuff. That's that's the key thing to me right now. And really, you know, these teams are just trying to be cautious at the moment because, you know, you want these guys come playoffs. That's what that's the main the main thing here. People are, you know, actually, you know, caring a lot about that at the moment. Thing about LeBron, man, I mean, I saw the the injury, how it went down, the the high ankle sprain. You know, it scares me hearing the word indefinitely. You know, that that's just, you know, that's a scary term. You know, he's out indefinitely. We don't even have a timetable, but we have an idea. Right. They don't want to put a time frame on it. But um, it tells me a lot that after that, literally the day after he traveled with the, with the team to go, you know, play the Suns. So he was on the sidelines watching the game, helping kind of coach a little bit and things like that. I'm wondering how long it'll take for him to bounce back. What, would it shock you if he bounced back within two, three weeks, or, or what? What do you think? I wouldn't be shocked. No, you I wouldn't would be shocked. Uh, I think they push him a little faster if uh, if uh, they they take a big slump. Because right now, being the four seed, I'm I'm be honest. They have a two and a, two and a half game lead over the Trailblazers, who are at six. So mm-hmm. let's say if the Lakers was to lose their next game and the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers on the two-game skid as well. But let's okay. say the Trailblazers win two games in a row. They're one game behind the Lakers, and boom, one win, we're pitting them over the Lakers. So yeah. um, if they start, like, losing a lot of leverage, I would say playoff seeding, and they can't get wins, I think they will slightly rush him or Anthony Davis back in there, which ain't the – best thing um but i mean i look i look at these standings and i like i'm like it just depends on who you like play i mean i ain't gonna lie to you a, a, a summons team you know first round or a jazz team they ain't got that experience like y'all do you know you just yeah. won the finals but i, I don't know man tough west Southwest, it just depends. Like I said, it depends. If they start slipping, playoff wise, look, look, look into that. Look into some, uh, look into some deep things like that, like to push uh, LeBron James a little faster. And correction, I, I said the Pelicans were five. I, I, I thought I saw Pelicans at five. That was so bad. Mm-hmm. But it's the Nuggets is at number five. But um, but the Pelicans have been playing pretty well overall still. Um, yeah. They're finally uh, letting, yeah. uh, letting Zion cook. They're letting him actually be able to do more, and it's paying dividends for them, I think. It is. Um, yeah. Could have made the playoffs last year if they would allow that to happen. For real. You know, mm. stuff like that. You live and you learn. But, and and you, you're right about that. But, you know, now we're uh, circulating into uh, the NBA trade uh, deadline. Um, yes. And like you said, there's, there's, there's a lot of different things that affects a lot of these teams during this mm-hmm. time um, because we, I mean, we truly don't know. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with one, um, the Lakers. Uh, I'm going to start with the one of the Lakers. Uh, they said they're not willing to take part in a Taylor Horton and Tucker trade, uh, uh-huh. you know, because to be honest, I don't see the Lakers trying to give away anybody dealing with these two injuries. I mean, LeBron James with the sprained ankle, Anthony Davis with the Achilles tendon calf strain issue. Um, I really don't see them doing anything. But what we do see them is they are going hard and heavy on the man in himself, Andre Drummond. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people saying this is one of the most likely moves that will be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, They're the favorite. And it look like they said this might be their only move. That's thing, that's, this, they think this is the only move that they Could will be. make. Could be. Um, yeah. They need this overall, I will say, in the, in the eyes of the Lakers. Yes, they need this. Coming at the start of the season, they need all this stuff. Cause they had Schroeder and you got six man, you got two of the six mans of the year back to back. You know, then you got Anthony Davis, then you got LeBron. Yeah, you have a lot of weapons already. Mark Gasol. But then injuries start to pile up. You need something. Yeah, you gotta have something. 
Well, yeah. you won't be lasting long. You literally, the Lakers won't be lasting long if these injuries pile up. Pile up. So mm-hmm. I will yeah. say the biggest need for Andre Drummond is the Los Angeles Lakers. What do you think? That's what they're they're saying. You know, we, we, there's reports out that he's in L.A. as we speak, that league executives are saying that they're the favorite to land him because after this year, he is a free agent. You know, he's right now he's making 30 something million off of a uh, player option. You know, who wouldn't opt into that? You know, you'd be yeah. not to take that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will be a free agent this offseason and he wants to go somewhere where he's going to get a ton of playing time. Right now, you look at it, you can go to a good team that has championship aspirations and you can actually get a ton of playing time. You know, they're going to start him at the five. If he comes into the, you know, comes to the Lakers, he's going to start at the five, Anthony Davis at the four, LeBron at the three, uh, KCP. That's something we got to get into, KCP and Dennis Schroeder. Because right now, from things I'm seeing on Twitter, things I'm reading, things I'm hearing, it looks like KCP is most likely to be traded, if anybody. They're talking about KCP, Wesley Matthews is on the table. Now that that's a big thing, now that you're going to get anything for that. There's even been talks that Marcus saw Montrez Harrell could even really? be available for trade. I guess it just <laughs> depends on the offer. Bless you. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, I guess it just depends on the offer. But obviously, you know, coming from my standpoint, Montrez has been stepping it up big time as AD and LeBron have been out. And I, I would hate to lose a guy like him. I really do like a guy like him coming off the bench. He's great. Um, but obviously – the big thing here is Drummond. Drummond's going to be the, the big pickup. Obviously, if they make any other deals, it's going to be through the buyout market. That, Like you said, man, I, I saw the same report about Taylor Horton Tucker not being, um, you know, available in trades. They're really high on this guy. And, he, and he's really, they are. he's really, really good. Um, he's, he's got a lot of potential. So I don't know. Maybe they're just playing hardball. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this one goes. But, um, but yeah, it's looking like Andre Drummond to the Lakers. Um, is a thing that could happen. I'm hoping, I'm praying to God it happens because if they get him, man, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really, really good because. Well, that that would be. And yeah. if your boys come back. I hope they're healthy. I hope they're healthy because them, they them Clippers, be. they, them Clippers gonna be ready. Wow. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Of I like, I, and I'm still high on my Clippers and Nets finals. I don't care what nobody says. Okay, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Till Have the at end. it, man. Um, means. <laughs> so, but there is a person that could help a team in the east to compete against uh the nets um that would be the 76ers and i've been seeing a lot of different things with trades dealing with kyle lowry and norman powell yes um the uh trades talks are between uh obviously philly uh mm-hmm. get kyle lowry um uh, get him paired up with a boy once joel and b get healthy um we expect yeah. him to get back as well um some rumors say lowry prefers jimmy butler who's a friend of his get to miami you know yeah. that's still good tandem in itself it is um because toronto has uh they dropped the ball this year they uh dropped the ball yeah. pretty big this year um yeah. we had we had high hope right now they're on a nine-game losing streak uh so yes we've had high hopes on those boys and uh sadly uh they have not stepped up. They have been a top East team for the past what? What? They've been a top yeah. one of the top teams in the East for the past, what, four, five, six years? Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah, they, they make it a, there. And they get beat out by LeBron when he was in the East. Beat out by LeBron, like 2000, <laughs> what? 2000, what? 2015, 16? So, yeah, yeah 17, about 18, somewhere in that 18. range. Yeah, yeah, maybe 17, yeah. 17, 18. Yeah, 18 may have been the last 17. year. Yeah. So, probably five years. On four or five years, so uh-huh. the, the the Raptors have hurt themselves uh, tremendously. Um, I'm glad they're not thinking about training Siakam. I think they need to uh, stay with him. Don't tell me, no I, way. I, that's something I was going to bring up because I don't yeah. know if you saw this. It's 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 light news, but apparently he got in an altercation with Nick Nurse the other day. He got fined. I don't know, man. I mean, the way that the Raptors don't – I mean, obviously, I have nothing really to back this up. There's no substance to, to this, really. But if I have, if I had to pick a surprise trade for this trade deadline, I, I think that Siakam could be moved. And the suitor that I think would fit this well would maybe be the Golden State Warriors. I don't know how you would feel about that one, but maybe you could see Andrew Wiggins, a Canadian native, coming back 
to Canada. I don't know, man. It sounds pretty good. Plus that that Timberwolves pick, the one that could be unprotected next year. Maybe a little something, something extra. Pair Siakam with Draymond and Steph, and then you know Clay next year. I don't know, man. That'd be that'd be a, it'd be intriguing. It'd be intriguing to me. What do you think? That's not a bad. That's not bad actually. Overall, um, you put that together. I just don't see. I don't see the reason behind Toronto. You got to keep Blowing something. Up. You have to keep something. But you, no. All right. Look, 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 look. If you blow something up, you keep at least one piece. You they can't do it all. Still. You keep at least one. They piece still got Ananobi. <laughs> they still got Ananobi. Ananobi, Ananobi man. okay. And then they got uh, Chris, no Chris Boucher. Van Vliet, Ananobi, Chris Boucher. That's still three decent guys right there. Yeah, that's not that's not enough. That's like a that's like when a hawk said, okay, we're keeping uh Jeff T and uh Kyle Corver. That's how cool. uh -huh. I, I don't know, man. That... You're gonna you're gonna win a few games. Congratulations. Uh -huh. that, 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 that. We need to keep a guy that is solid. Yeah, solid guy, and that's Siakam. I mean, Siakam, he's a solid guy. Heck, last year people were talking about potential MVP stuff. You know, at one point he was having what thirty points yeah. a game. You uh -huh. know, so I mean, he's. I believe he still has that in him. Um, he just, he just, they, he just this year. It's this type of year. I mean, yeah, you've been at the yeah. top for a minute. It may not want a title to you. Like I said, I have nothing behind that one. I'm just saying, if I had to pick a a dark horse, like something that we don't see coming that could happen this trade deadline. I don't know, man. Call me crazy. Call me skeptical. But Siakam, I don't know. It could happen. I like it. Hey, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Um, but, man, yeah, the, I, I've heard the Lowry and Norman Powell stuff. Like you said, um, the Heat, 76ers. Do you think – all right, let me ask you this one. Let me frame it this way. Which one of the two would benefit more from Kyle Lowry, the Heat or the 76ers? And do you think that would be enough to push them over your favorite from the East, the Nets? Um, I would say the uh, 76ers. I think the 76ers would need to favor them more, mainly because having Joel Embiid back, having Ben Simmons, having Kyle Lowry, a constant, uh, you know, a more, uh, I don't want to say necessarily a guy with experience, but a guy that can easily be adaptable into the offense and also can play some defense. Yeah, um, he can. You got to, hey, I mean, you, you got to remember at certain points he had those days where he would drop buckets. And you're yeah, going to need yeah. those. If you're in a series against the Nets, man, I ain't going to lie to you. If the Nets ain't got the best of defense, they're dropping at least. Like they said, somebody said, uh, I think NBA Network, you can guarantee when you anytime you play the Nets, you can guarantee 90 points from the Nets. That's a guarantee. Yeah, it should guarantee. be. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Guarantee. Especially if all three are healthy. They've been doing so, that without all three. Exactly. It's so crazy. If, if 90 is guaranteed, I need to stop an extra 40 i need to stop an extra 30 mm -hmm. so you're you're racing to 90 and then you're racing to stop them anything beyond 90 beyond that. and and i think that makes a lot of sense when you think about it in that aspect because uh the next gonna score they're gonna yeah. score yeah and you're gonna need something to be able to stop and i i think kyle lowry going to the uh 76 would be one be the best the best chance at stopping the nets from making it to the finals I mean, you look at it, um, the Bucks, you know, they made their move when they went at it, P.J. Tucker. So now, you know, it's it's the 76ers turn here. You got to be able to have some guys to throw at those nets, you know, superstars. I mean, if you think about it, Kyle Lowry maybe covering or trying his best to cover Kyrie. You know, you're, you're obviously not going to stop Kyrie, but you can you can kind of, you know, get in his way a little bit. I trust a guy like Lowry who can take charges. I mean, you can go look it up, man. They got charge compilations of, uh, of yeah, Kyle Lowry Kyle. on YouTube. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Take some charges, play some defense. Then you got Ben Simmons, who there's a there's a big train rolling for him to win Defensive Player of the Year this year, maybe covering a guy like KD. Then you got Joel Embiid, who the Nets wouldn't have an answer for. They just they don't have an answer for that guy. And then you have Matisse Thibel. You could even maybe put Danny Green in the mix for like some guys that have some decent defense. They have some guys that can chunk at you. And then the Bucks, you know, like I said, adding PJ Tucker, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis, PJ, all of them can play good defense, bro. So I, I don't know, man. The Bucks really climbed up my board with that one as well. It's just that's the trend right now. Who are you going to get? It's basically, you remember how you said the Clippers were built to beat the Lakers? These teams yeah. are now trying to build their teams to beat the Nets because they know ultimately the East runs through that team right now. 
And that, and that's, that's there's no hiding that. You have to have some defensive guys to be able to get in that way. So you're right about we're, that. We'll see if they do like it. And like you're saying, looking at guys like, I mean, heck, James Harden looked good, but like James Harden, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know, and, and, and this is not saying to be like, well, James Harden always looked good. Yes, he looked good on the Rockets, but I got this different feel about James Harden right now with him on the Nets. It's mm-hmm. like, like this man looks good for real, and it's and it's so funny how people was talking about. Well, you only got one ball. Well, how would the chemistry work, bro? Kyrie sliding in. I mean, Kyrie is dropping his same points he per is, game just as much James Harden is. Now, yes, Durant coming in the mix is going to make a slight difference. It will. It is, yeah. It's going to make but, a little bit. But, man, I mean, if these guys are this open, now you got Blake Griffin, DeAndre, I mean, good Lord, man. Hey, they're talking about, you You mentioned Norman Powell. The Nets are in the mix for Norman Powell right now. They're talking about maybe throwing Spencer Dinwiddie and something else for Norman Powell. It's just like, when is it going to be enough, man? And to me, really, I, you know, we, we were all making that how, how are they going to spread the ball kind of thing. But really what, what made the difference is people choosing. I didn't think that those guys with those egos were going to be able to come to the realization I have to play this role. But James Harden has made it, man. He has become the distributor on that team. Kyrie, he's pretty much playing shooting guard. It's just every, they're stepping into their roles. That's what you got to be able to do, man. If, if you're going right. to succeed as a team, you have to know your role. Not everybody can be that guy that's – you know, dishing out the assist. Not everybody can be the guy that's jacking up 20 shots a game. So the way that they're spreading those roles out, that's really what is the key to their success, in my opinion. And I, and, and that's the thing I was saying coming into the season. I was saying that same thing. Like, you know, even before they eventually made the trade to get James Harden, and, yeah, I, and yeah. I was bigger that they were going to get him regardless. But I was saying that as well. Kevin Durant has that type of – he knows what it he took does. to win on the Warriors. When he was, I mean, I mean, yes, he he won a championship with a star-studded team, but that's the thing. He found a way to make that star-studded team work. Yeah, he's on another star-studded team. He, I'm, I'm willing to bet him as a leader. Kyrie has his moments here and there, but Kyrie is not off on the world because I think even with a Durant and Harden, they're still just as dead. Mm-hmm. And if they have found a way to get all of this stuff working, and yeah. Got like you said, Jeff Green, Joe Harris, DeAndre Jordan is looking good. Nick Claxton. I mean, Nick Claxton. He is playing good. He's looking really good. Yeah, he is. Play Griffin now. Yeah. Oh yes, that's hey, another who's, Hey, whose first shot was a what? Was a dunk, <laughs> bro. Hey, hey, we he called it, bro. Everybody, knows, know everybody, the mama knew what's happening. That's how you know the NBA players be watching Twitter. I mean, oh, yeah. Twitter. They oh, be yeah. trolling like crazy, man. Definitely. They're trolling like crazy. Definitely. But, bro. yeah, man, the Nets, that, that, that's one of those teams. And, and as we stay in the East, I mean, you look at another team, which I'm thinking is a slightly bad move. But I, I don't understand what is going on with the Heat in that regard. But the Heat's are talking about trading um, uh, Tyler Harrow in for uh, Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't agree with that. One. I, 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 I think Tyler, uh, Tyler, I mean, Tyler Harrow, how old is he? He's 21 he's, years old. Yeah, he's very young. You're giving up a star in the making, a man that had a great um, run to the finals last year, a man that played phenomenal in big games, a man that played phenomenal in game mm-hmm. five against the Lakers. You're going to give him up? You're going to give him up? But Kyle Lowry, who is in what? Kyle Lowry is like 33, 34. Yeah, like I, think, I think he's actually going to be turning 35 here soon if he's not 35 already. He's he's old, bro. Yes, he's 34 years old. And guess what? His birthday is on the trade deadline, which is tomorrow. Oh. Exactly. He's going to so be 35 he when 35. he gets traded. Yeah, you got to Yeah, be he's going to be 35 that, when he gets traded. Exactly. Jeez. So you're giving him up? What? What championship are you gunning at? Because I don't, I don't see uh, Miami beat none of these teams. They're not beating Milwaukee. They're not beating 76ers. They're not beating the Nets. Never uh, say yeah. never, man. Where, don't pull. What did we last say last year? Was year? A fluke, Tyler. What I'm did we say last you. year? I'm not saying. I'm not gonna say. I'm never saying on them. I'm not. I am not. I. I'm not buying it just yet, man. I'm. Give me. You know. I, I still. I still like them. I'm not gonna say that I had them as favorites to win this thing, but. 
I think on any given day, with the way the Heat are coached, the teams that they're the players that they have on this team, I think they can make a run at it, man. It's just you got to hey, you only got to win four. They're gonna beat the Bucks the first round. Right now they're the sixth seed. They've they're lost they're gonna, four games in a row. They're gonna climb it. Up. I mean, the, they're gonna climb it again. I think they're gonna go up to the standings a little bit before the um the season's over with. I think, but we'll see. Probably will. I mean, heck, the Knicks are right there. The Knicks True. win one game. They're above. True. So. They could be playing the Nets the first round, or yeah. they could be playing the 76ers, or they might miss the playoffs. The Bulls are making a surge no, in themselves. No, so, they ain't gonna miss the playoffs. They ain't gonna miss the play. Can't quit it, man. Throw some respect. Put some respect play. on the Heat's name. Don't play. I, I ain't putting no respect on the Heat. Oh, like my God. The they, well, the they got lucky, Tyler. They here's the thing, and I'll, I'll lay this out real quick. It, and just going back to what you started with about the hero thing, it would be stupid for them to trade hero. He's got two years left on a rookie contract. That's a team-friendly deal. Duncan Robinson, if you're going to trade anybody, it would probably be Duncan Robinson. He's going to be a free agent this year. He's probably going to be commanding money like we saw with Davis Bertans from the Washington Wizards where uh, I think he got four years, $80 million, something like that. It, either mm-hmm. way, it was a good bit. Um, he's probably going to get similar money because he plays a similar role. He's a sharp shooter from three. That's about it. But that role can be pretty, you know, good for certain teams. If you're going to trade anybody, I would trade him. But to be honest with you, I'm kind of like you. I don't think that moves the needle for me. Um, they did make the move to get Ariza for a second-round pick. Pretty cheap, easy deal. I mean, I can't blame them for doing that. If it's a second-round pick, I would do that, you know. So, I mean, you look at it, I don't know. I would give up Dragic. I would give up Kendrick Nunn. I would give up guys like that. I don't think I would give up a guy like Hero and maybe not even Duncan Robinson. But the thing is, here, here's the key to it. Whatever happens with Kyle Lowry, th- this is basically his free agency, all right? He, he is gonna be a free agent. He's going to be a free agent this offseason, okay? If mm-hmm. he doesn't get traded, the Raptors are probably going to extend him, all right? If he does get traded. I don't see that happening. I don't, really? I don't, I don't know, man. I think that something's going to get agreed upon before this week. Because he's looking to make that money. Now, whether or not he actually does an extension this week or not, I don't think – I don't know if they can actually, but they're going to – What money is he trying to get, bud? He's 35. He ain't got long. He'll – if anything, they'll do like a two-year deal with like a team option. Something like – I'm not saying a long deal. I'm saying something short. Like you said, 35, you can't give the guy like five years. You know what I'm saying? Because he Mm. don't even have that long left. Um, But wherever he goes, he's going to get an extension because why would you trade for somebody that's just going to leave, you know? They're exactly. they're gonna they're gonna agree on a deal whether it's Philly whether it's the Heat I see it being the being the seventy uh, sixes if it's anybody though that that's just me I agree with you on that I do yeah and um there have been talks about Kelly on Lennox or Gar Goran Dragic being added into the trade to wherever Kyle yeah, Lowry I would do Dragic because that's like a uh, a lateral move if anything I mean for Tyler Hero wherever he goes I mean adding into that with Tyler oh Hero, God right? I wouldn't do that. Mm. So, well, I know, hey, I know. Man. Yeah, a few others I've been hearing about. So let me let me hear let me hear your thoughts on these. So right now, the Boston Celtics, uh, they're at the number eight seed in the East right now. Haven't had quite mm-hmm. the season that they were hoping for. They've battled some COVID stuff. They battled some injuries. Kimball Walker just is not playing like himself this year. Uh, rumor has it. So we already know Aaron Gordon was probably going to be a sought after guy this trade deadline. They're coming up soon. We've been hearing different names tossed around. He officially asked for a trade last month, apparently. And it is a foregone conclusion, apparently, to, according to sources, that he will be traded at the trade deadline. Where he goes, I don't know. He Could he be going to your Dallas Mavericks? Could he be going to the Boston Celtics? We'll see. Right now, it looks like there's they're saying something, maybe like um, a couple first-round picks, uh, and maybe like a player or two, something like that. I've also, um, I think Damian Lillard's been trying to get him to Portland for quite some time now. Um, but really, I think the favorite here has to be Aaron Gordon. If Aaron Gordon goes to this Celtics team, how how much improved do you think that team is from where they are right now at the eight seed? How far do you see them shooting up the board? Um, they shooting up the board big time. The reason why I say that is because I'm also seeing the same thing with Aaron Gordon. And I'm also seeing that wherever Aaron Gordon is going, thrown into the mix will also be Evan Fournier. Uh, really? For, yes. Wow. But yes. 
Right now, multiple now multiple sources that Boston is the front runner to land him and Evan Fournier for Marcus Smart. Exactly for Marcus Smart. Wow. So, um, wow, dude, um, Marcus Smart's that, a first that, round picks. It's got to be, bro. Yeah, look, man, these are some weird trades. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is weird because uh-huh. uh, Evan Fournier, who is also on my fantasy basketball, he team, is yeah. That man is a beast. He be dropping 24 and 10 like it ain't nothing. He be scoring on my stuff. And he be wow. scoring for me. He be scoring for me. Wow. I'm about to go show you some Evan Fourier's stats. Evan uh-huh. Fourier is a bad man. Okay. Now, I gotta also, now, I will say when his injury happened, heck, his last game yesterday, he had 31 points. So, wow. And then against the Nets two games ago, he had 31, 3, and 4. He has had him this this year. He's had a twenty. He's averaged twenty points per game, three rebounds, um, and uh, five assists. That so would be he's nice not a bad Celtics. They they need some help. That's for sure. I'm about to say he's not a bad player. He's really consistent. Like he's a mm-hmm. guy like really dependable. And I'm I'm actually happy. I got a guy like Evan Fournier. I remember him from last year. How him and uh, Nikola Vucevic was um having their chemistry together, and you truly seeing it again once again. Um, the Mavs have also made a trade offer for Aaron for uh, Evan Fourier as well. Um, mm. I don't know. Uh, I've also seen some stuff about the Nuggets up. maybe in the deal. They're, they might try to go for a guy like Terrence Ross or Evan Fournier from the Magic. That's a really good one. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, so, y- y- like I said, yeah, you, you have to sit here and look. Um, I think it will affect the Celtics. I think the Celtics there right now. They are currently, um, you know, I got to remember from from the from the 76ers to the Bucks, obviously are the three best teams, 76 and Nets and Bucks, obviously are the three best team in the East. Yeah. Um, but right now is head and shoulders with uh, the Hawks all the way down to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take them at Celtics. Um, right now, the Hawks are uh, a game and a half um, above the Celtics. So basically, the Celtics win two games and the Hawks lose one. Boom, you know they're right there. So um, it's still gonna be neck and back and forth. It's gonna be close, um, but I think it will definitely help Celtics rise above the top. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually get above the Hawks or the Hornets, who are right there. And I see the Hornets slightly falling now, man. Um, Lamelo being out for the rest of the season. Yeah, that is a. Um, and that's who I meant to say as the fifth seed. I was sitting here when I thought mm-hmm. Pelican earlier in the show. I, I was thinking more of the, uh, the of the. Uh, that's what I was thinking of Hornets. I was thinking more yeah. of yes, what Lamelo instead Ball was able to do instead of the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah. what Lamelo Ball was able to do in his rookie year, starting off, getting these guys to the fifth seed, being able to consistently stay at top. I mean, he's been competing. I mean, heck, we just had a thing where <laughs> I mean. This man has potentially might have won rookie of the year. I think he. I he, think he, he may. He may have. This may hurt a shot here. It oh, may. I don't think he wins it now. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think he wins. If he finished this season now, it's a foregone conclusion. He. It would have been a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but then I also heard Lonzo Ball. I mean, I Lonzo Ball, Lamar Ball, uh, talk about. He's like, do Lamelo ever ask Michael Jordan about any uh, tips or advice? And he was like, why would he ask Michael Jordan for tips or advice? Michael Jordan too old. He can't go out there and show him nothing. And I sat here and said, this man, LeVar Ball, he still <laughs> – he still – he said my boy would smoke Michael Jordan right now. So, I mean yeah, – right man, now. He technically would, but, like, come on. Come on, man. man. Come yeah, on. LeVar, <laughs> LeVar. Hey, speaking of the ball boys, what was it we were talking about before the show that Magic Johnson said about Lonzo, bro? Oh, my gosh, man, yes. So, according to Magic Johnson, what he said on first take, Lonzo Ball is has the highest basketball IQ than any, and I mean any, than any point guard in the NBA right now. Somebody is smoking some crack. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> has been pitting that bottle to the back of their neck. Yeah. There ain't no way. And I mean, no way you could possibly think that. Chris Paul, the man goes to the Sun. Yeah. The Sun, he's got go. Under, I mean, they missed the playoffs last year. He automatically got these guys to the two C. And we, as we all know, the hardest conference in all of basketball in the Western Conference got him to a two C. Heck, 
might, it might. Look, he's only two games behind from getting to the one seed. Bro, I can go, I can, uh, point guard? Yeah. Point guard? Yeah. No, nah, man. I it's, mean, look, Luka Doncic. I mean, heck, some people consider LeBron James. Heck, yeah, to me, yeah. a lot of people consider James Harden point guard as well. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. True. Like, no way. You tell me Lonzo Ball? No. No, no. man. No, man. No. no. I, I'm right there with you, man. No, no way. No chance. Chris Paul's the number one right now to me uh, by leaps and bounds. And it's it's not even – You're close. right. It's not even close. You're right. Um, and, and then as, as we are on this topic, I mean, bro, then you had a guy like Draymond Green come out and say yep. that he is the best defensive player, not not in the league. He didn't oh, say in the league. Man. He didn't say in the past 10 years. He didn't say in Warriors history. This man just said all time. Look, no. I have been a guy to defend um, yeah. Draymond Green on yeah. multiple occasions. Um, but Draymond, because I'm, I'm on the train that if Draymond don't miss, Game five and NBA finals, the Warriors will win in the 2016. And I'll stand by that. But Draymond, let me tell you something, boy. So you ain't never heard of a man like Dennis Rodman. You ain't never heard of a man like Mikembe Dutombo. Yeah. Uh, you ain't never heard of a man called Ben Wallace, who won the deepest player of the year four times. Uh, I think he win it four times in a row. Or did he just win it just four times overall? He like I have to look that up. That's a good. That's a good question. But the fact that he won it in the discussion within itself, then I mean I can I can literally go on and on about. You got Gary Payton. I mean you Gary know, Payton. Oh my, he, he's up there. I mean you you can go Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan. You Scottie Pippen. Yeah, and he did win it four times. He won 2002, 2003. He didn't win in 2004. A lot of people thought yeah. he should have. Uh, I think, well, I forgot who won it that year in 2004. Uh -huh. But a lot of people a lot of people thought he should have won it. But still, the fact that the matter still remains, he won it four times in the past five years. And you sit here to tell me, you sit here to tell me that you're a better defensive player than him. Ain't no way in the world, ain't no way in the world a man can sit there and say that. Ain't no way in the world. Yeah. And the defensive player of the year that year was Ron Artest. The 2004 year he missed. He was and, good. Um, ben Wallace got second. Yeah, Kevin Garnett. Oh like, man, yeah. Yeah, definitely Garnett. Garnett for sure. Oh Dude. wow. Wow. I, I can go. I can go on. Quit years, playing yourself, Draymond. Quit playing yourself. No more, bro. What made What made him want to say that? Huh? Get his name in the headlines, which is what he did. He 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 got what he wanted. He got what he wanted. Ain't just no like way. just like LeVar Ball does, bro. Just like LeVar says all his crazy stuff to get to get that attention. That's what he did. Ain't, ain't no doubt about it, man. But Dray, Draymond, yeah. I'll give him his flowers. He's been a great uh defensive player, but I, I could I can't say of all time, man. He he has been great no. say of all time. No, That's no, no, no. Too much of a stretch. And now and now I'm also gonna do this as well. Go ahead. We're gonna go ahead, we're gonna go ahead and end this other argument. There's been an argument already, been all over social media lately. Is Kyrie Irving better than Allen Iverson? All right, y'all. Let me go ahead and pick this to rest. Yes, AI is the better player. Kyrie is a better ball handler. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to live without. Him. Yeah, but a ball handler, and I'm gonna say he's a better guy at creating his shots, slightly. But if you want to give me the better overall player, there has been a time, three years in a row, when he was on the Cleveland Cavaliers when Kyrie Irving was literally in the last three of defensive efficiency for a point guard. That man can play defensive. Now, I'm not saying Allen Iverson was a defensive, oh, my God, but he played much better defense than Kyrie. Yeah. Also, Kyrie had the Cavaliers. I mean, he was on the Cavs for about, what, three, three, four years before LeBron got LeBron, here? Yeah. But, and nowhere close to the playoffs. I mean, literally yeah. didn't even sniff it. Would no. even a ninth seed no. <laughs> did no. sniff it. Um, Allen Iverson got his team to the finals, and a lot on of people a trash team on a trash on a very a trash, trash team. team. Now, a lot of people will say he did have the sixth man of the year that year. Um, he also 
I think that's another year. I think that's the year when Mutombo. He had Mutombo. He had like Eric Snow. He had like Eric Snow. Uh, it's just, but if you really go through and look, it's it's not. It's Jermaine. I think it was Jermaine Johnson was on that team. It just it wasn't. Yes. It's not a good. It wasn't a good team, and the fact that he carried them that far um, is a testament to you know how great of a player he was. Yeah, give me the heart of Allen Iverson over the heart of Kyrie Irving every day. I felt like he put more on the line. He had more of a chip on his shoulder. Like you said, I can't agree with you more on the handles, bro. The handles, how Kyrie does his handles, how he, like you said, how he adapts his shots on any given play, it is absolutely ridiculous. And to be honest with you, we're probably never going to see a person that coordinated, um, you know, in the game like that. You know, it's, it's just nope. it's ridiculous, the stuff that he does. Um, but as like, a it's player, level, it's crazy. all around it's ball crazy. player. AI all day. That's what I got to go with. I got to go AI. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Tyler. Give me Allen Iverson. That's the better player than uh, Kyrie. I mean, right now, Allen Iverson has already won MVP. Allen Iverson has led the league in scoring on multiple occasions. Um, AI, uh, I can go on about AI, man. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he could have done more, man, too. Like, that's the thing. Like, he. You know, like people, you know, will get on him a lot. A lot of these people. I mean, I didn't grow up watching AI like a lot. You know, you, you know, like I was still really young when he was, you know, still doing his thing. Uh, but a lot of people, you know, they they hold stuff against him. You know, uh, you know, him getting in trouble, things like that. And to be honest with you, if he took better care of his body, he probably could have lasted a lot longer. Uh, they said exactly. that, man, that man wouldn't even go to sleep really. Like he just did not sleep much, and that that really took a like a big toll on his body. Um, but yeah, it, you'd be a fool to not, you know, recognize how great of a player Allen Iverson was, and to look him over in a um, in a debate like this. One hundred percent fact, and also want to throw in the fact when you were talking about, like, when we were talking about defense, um, Allen Iverson also for Allen Iverson, he's a, mm -hmm. he led the league in steals three times, and not only did he do it, he did it three years in a row. 2001, 2002, yeah. 2003. He led the league in scoring four times, 1999, 2001, 2002, and 2005. That's a six-year differential. He still led the league in – um Crazy. He still led the league in scoring. Dude, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. When he was in his – getting older, you remember those years when he went to the Nuggets? The Nuggets with Come the on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Like cool. I said, exactly. Yeah. Like I said, you, 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 it's, it's not as hard. Put that one to rest. It's not hard. That one's it. Yeah, put that one to rest. Well, here, before yeah. we leave NBA, a few other names hearing about. Uh, obviously, we've seen – I've seen uh, Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon linked to the Hawks. Those both would be yeah. to me. Um, I've seen where J.J. Reddick's probably going to be a buyout guy. Who do we see get J.J. Reddick? That's going to be cool. I've, I've, always no, we'll be see, I've always wanted to see him and my boy Braun play together because I loved Reddick in college. He was one of my – he's probably my favorite college – basketball player that I grew up watching out of, of you know yeah. for me yeah he was awesome I really would love to see him team up with him just one time I know it's probably not going to happen but it is what it is um who else have I seen Ubre? I hear he's on Kelly Ubre. he's on the market um that's uh, that's not bad that's yeah not DeMar, bad. DeMar Rosen, like people like that have you DeMar heard of Rosen. um I've also heard uh LaMarcus Aldridge yeah um, getting bought out uh, potentially going to the Heat. That'd be a good. Um, That'll be also another one. Uh, Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Um, also, did, you, did but, you see who the favorites were to add him on through a trade? I saw Heat and Knicks. The Lakers are the favorites to get Oladipo. Really? Oh, I didn't see that. Don't know no, how. But Vegas. That. Vegas has us at seven to two odds. That's what's crazy. Ooh. Or at least they did. Mm. I don't know if that's changed now. Mm. I did. I did not see that one. I saw uh, Harrison Barnes. Okay. Uh, Harrison Barnes potentially going to uh, uh, Denver. Okay. Uh, um, also, um, that's about it for me. Yeah. Um, overall, um, it's going it's to be a really it's going to be really interesting to see. That's all I'm gonna say. Like yeah. I said, once this trade deadline ends, teams will be final. This is like your final. This is your final draft. There's no besides draft. There's besides no buyout guys. Besides buyout. By, besides those buyouts guys. every now and then they they do help with stuff. That's it's it's rare. It a guy like now, to be honest with you, we could potentially see the greatest buyout player of all time, Andre Drummond. Like there's I don't think there's ever been a guy um, of his caliber getting 
out. That that's what's going to be crazy. Yeah. Guys like him tend to get traded for, not bought out. So that's that's going to be something crazy. So when everything really ends out of the entire season, which which one do you think will be a biggest trade out of any team? Out of what would be the biggest trade in the entire NBA right now? What would be the biggest trade about before or the, that have already happened? Ones that have already yeah. happened. Oh, biggest ones got to happen. Got to be Harden. Or, be. or potentially, are you, you think Drummond going to the Lakers could that be bigger than Harden? Oh, okay, okay. So you're talking about ones that could potentially happen. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I mean, that would be the biggest swing to me is Drummond signing with the Lakers. Yeah, that would be the biggest swing. Um, I don't know, but yeah, if you were just talking about trades before, right now, obviously the biggest trade would be the Harden trade. Um, you know, out of all of them, but. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe a Lowry to the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know. To me, that would help. Them. That would help them it's out. Big. So. I will say the, the one you said the best, because uh, it, it stole it, is if a Siakam can get traded somewhere, I think that would be a steal it would be to crazy. any team. It would be, that would be crazy, I will say. Okay. Well, we don't, we don't know a lot of uh, football stuff, but we want to talk about there's a lot of spring football going on. Mainly, you, you know, we still got football with FCS. And uh, and I'm excited for the FCS football because my Chattanooga Mots they mm-hmm. have not lost a game. Uh, they playing Mercer this Friday, so okay. you know hopefully going they uh get a chance to bring them making boys here. We could have whooped on them making boys, <laughs> but uh, overall, um, you have the FBS teams, and we've just had some breaking news. It literally just happened uh, yeah. right before the show. George Pickens, um. Let me tell you something. I'm not even going to say this. Georgia just can't catch a break, bro. Man. George Pickens, our number one wide receiver, as we already know, felt like he was going to have a breakout year. He got the quarterback. We finally got the quarterback. We got the quarterback position right. Yeah. And then, boom, this happens. Georgia is cursed overall, man. We just can't get it right, bro. I, I mean, it's not, it's not nothing. I don't know what Georgia has done. I don't know what it has. I truly don't like. That's going to hurt us. Now, yes, is there any team in, the, uh, in college football that can have a guy step up and play directly in this position? There's no better team than Georgia. I mean, besides mm-hmm. Alabama, but Georgia's always up there in recruiting. So there's no better team to have a receiver come in and still get the same output. But we got a guy like George Pickett. And not to say – now, let me tell you something now, because I've torn my ACL. Oh, man. Uh, uh, I've torn it twice. I know a lot about recovery, depending on his recovery, depending on how well his knee, depending on how bad the tear is. Even with ACL surgery, he potentially could come back midway through the season. So there's no, oh my gosh, he's out all the way. He probably, he for sure, he'll miss August. He'll miss September. Maybe he'll be back by the end of October, going into November. That is a really considerable thing. So I know a lot about ACL. I know, they talk about eight, nine months. Potentially, he could come back in six or seven, depending on how hard he wants to really come. And if he could come back late November, I mean, early November, late October, heck, let's say late November. That's going straight into what? SEC championship time? You know, yeah. I, I would advise to have him around like a Florida game or something like that, but just not guaranteed. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and plus, looking at Georgia's schedule, I mean, you have to look at uh, the, the guys they play. I mean, obviously, he won't play against Clemson. That's that's for sure. That's uh, that's the last one that's going to suck. Yeah, that's that's going to suck bad. He's not going to play against Clemson, um, sadly. Yeah. But he'll he'll probably and they don't play Florida to October thirtieth. That's a potential game. Uh, Missouri, Tennessee, Charles Southern. You can he might be back by Tennessee or Charles Southern. Throw him in there, get him a few reps. You know, hopefully we can beat those teams and blow them out. But then Georgia Tech, get them against that. Uh, but, yes, man, uh, that Florida game is one that you would like to have them back for. Heck, even the Auburn game, October 9th. Yeah. But that's uh, that's a bit early for me. I don't think he'll be back by then. So. For real. We'll see. Well, we'll see. I mean. What's your thoughts on that? Like you said, huge blow, man. I hate it for him. Um you know, he's just, he's battled so much, obviously our, you know, head and, head and shoulders above the rest, you know, that we have, you know, he's, he's our most 
um, you know, threatening wide receiver that we have. You know, he, he can do a little bit of everything. It feels like he can go up and make those crazy catches. Like, we literally haven't had a wide receiver like him since A.J. Green, the late, great A.J. Green, right? We used to love that guy. He, he makes those catches kind of like him. So it, it just brings to the, you know, brings to my mind who's going to step up and, um, you know, take that mantle on. I mean, to be honest with you, the first guy that comes to mind, he was one, he was a freshman this past year, uh, Jermaine Burton. We did see him. Uh, he dropped a good bit of passes, but he was learning the playbook. Um, I know that he wasn't quite up to par in that area, but he can step up. He's got right. great speed. Um, he's a guy that I think can really do it. We'll get Dominic Blaylock back, as you as you can recall. Um, you know, he was um, a guy that's done tour both of his ACLs. So, you know, he'll he'll hopefully be back. Um, Kiaris Jackson, one to watch out for. This is one I really I, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go ahead and put this on him. Only only the real ones are gonna know about this guy right now. But Justin Robinson out Justin of, Robinson out of Eagles Landing Christian Academy, man. That's right. I'm looking at him now. He didn't get to play a lot this past year. He really didn't get to play at all, just about. He battled injury. He he battled a lot of stuff. You know, he was, you know, trying to make his way to the depth chart. But if that man can come in and get some PT, which now that is available, just watch. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, Torres, it looks like you know already, but I, I don't think I know already know about I don't think some I of do. these people do, bro. But he's got a big frame. He's six foot four, 220 pounds. So he can take on that role as that he big wideout that we have. And I wouldn't be shocked if he was able to actually do something with it, man. Um, him, uh, Arion Smith, he's another one. He's a speedster. Demetrius Robertson. Um, I mean, we still got some guys that can, like you said, we have that depth to where hopefully we can you know, step up. Jackson Meeks, Adonai Mitchell. Uh, we were able to get uh, one of Justin Fields' old uh, targets from high school, Stephen Peterson. He was a white boy from Harrison. Uh, okay. He, he transferred from uh, Coastal Carolina. Maybe he can do something. Um, and we still got a couple others, but, you know, it, it's just, um, I mean, Marcus Rosamy, Jack Saint, but he he got hurt. If you remember, he's the one that dislocated, like, his whole ankle or whatever. I think it was in the Alabama game. You remember that? Like his, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that was it was pretty rough. Uh, freaking CBS just kept showing it over and over. Um, yeah. But we got some Bad. guys. Hopefully, hopefully some somebody will uh, step up and take on that role and you know lift us up in this time. Question. Now this is just a out of the thing. Is Jackson a must champ? Is that must champ son? That's must champ son. No. He's a walk on. Yeah, he's a QB walk on QB uh, for Georgia right now. What made him want to come to Georgia? He was just that, like Muschamp. I'm looking at his face now. He was just like yeah. He he actually has been. Uh, he was with us all last season. Um, he was a walk on. Um, even though his dad was still coaching at South Carolina, he he decided to walk on at Georgia. I don't know. Maybe it was just in the cards. But now that helped us get Muschamp on as an analyst this year. Um, and Muschamp, the the coach that is not Jackson, but. Um, it looks like he's going to be our guy. Should anything happen to Lanning, um, we can move Muschamp into the defensive coordinator spot. But basically, think about it. Muschamp right now, since he's not an on-field role, he's still collecting checks from South Carolina. He's getting a nice little check from Georgia. He gets to spend time with his son, and his family's moving back Can't to Athens, which is his alma mater. So pretty pretty nice little yeah. job for him. Feels like You're right. You can't beat that. Can't uh -huh. beat that. You're right. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, and as we already in the football, we will talk about Tampa Bay just reciting two big things. Donovan Smith, I mean, Donovan Smith, uh, offensive tackle, and the Dominican Sioux yeah. defensive tackle. The only two things they have left, which I think they will get done, is Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. That's it. Everything else has already been solidified. Crazy, they extended Brady. They got the linebacker. They got both linebackers back. They're enti they're entire, literally. Not a single piece of their defense is gone. It is back. And they, and they, I mean, Tell me. they have draft picks too, don't they? I mean, this year, so I mean, yes, they have draft really picks. add on to this. So tell me, tell me, Tom. I, I, I really need to know Go ahead. who is beating this team. Oh, well, 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 well. There is a team that is starting to rise up now. I'm not going to lie. Those New York Giants. 
Oh, oh, okay. Right. No, have you been seeing what I, those giants? I have, I have, but I don't know if I'm quite gonna ride that train just yet. I don't know if I'm gonna hop no. on and ride it just yet because it's it's still I, I'm kind of in a I'll believe it when I see it kind of mode with uh, with them. I, 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 look, 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 as you should, but I'm uh-huh. gonna tell you this: if Daniel Jones can get it right, yeah, one bar can come back healthy. Kenny Holiday, Darius yeah. Slate. Um, uh, Sterling Shepard, uh, Dante Pettis, then you added Cal Rudolph at tight end, then you also have another tight end, you have um, Evan Ingram, bro. They got an offense, man. Yeah, look, John, the Jaws don't be shocked if the Jaws is winning that. Um, don't be, and then I'm seeing reports now, a Dory Jackson. Is potentially going to New York Giants. I think he. I think he signed a deal. I want to say. I think he, he did. did. Yeah, three years, oh. thirty-nine million, something like that. Oh, he already did. Oh well. well. Yeah. Hey, NFC East. I mean, Uh-oh. yeah. It don't. Hey, it don't take much right now to win the NFC East, right? No, right we don't. Now, I, 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 so I, I mean, mean, Redskins got defense. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. The, and they got they got Fitzpatrick now. But no, they got They're not. No, none of those are gonna get in Tampa Bay's way, man. You're, you're oh, no, from, yeah, no, right no, on the money. I'm just creating a question. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. You know. Ain't none of them gonna compete with Tampa Bay, though. You, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got, you got the Chiefs still. You know, the Chiefs are gonna be right there, and they have added two great guards. They added Joe Tooney from um, the Patriots, yeah. and then Kyle yeah. Long came out of retirement. The long, long time Bears right. offensive guard came out of retirement. Um, so that's two good guards, but the thing is, you got to get those edge guys because that's where that's the where tackle. that's, that's where, where the money is made that's in the Super Bowl. The that's right. You got to get those tackles, and they done released Eric Fisher. They done released uh, Mitchell Schwartz, I believe, is what his name is. So yeah, that's right. They got some questions still to still answer for me. And I just looked at Tampa Bay's picks. They're not missing a single pick this year. They they are they got. Uh, Rounds one, two, three, four, five, six, and then two sevenths. So, uh, as and on this mock draft that I'm looking at, it has them getting Christian Barmore from Alabama, a defensive lineman, and um, Jackson Carmen, an offensive tackle from Clemson. I mean that. I mean I don't know how ideal those two picks are. Those are two great picks. I don't know how, um, you know, if that'll actually work itself out in that way. But man, with draft picks. Only two people right now missing, which they could still get back. I, I don't know about Leonard Fournette yet. We'll see. Tom Brady might be able to talk him into it, but Leonard Fournette may have earned himself a, a decent paycheck in that Super Bowl. And Antonio Brown, the thing is, I don't think anybody knows if Antonio Brown's going to be bad just because they pushed everything off with his with his um, his court cases and stuff another year. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see if he if he's back in time. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I don't I don't see. Uh... I, I don't. I really don't see it. Brown going anywhere else. I mean, people talk about the Ravens. Um, I don't see. I'm that just happening, about, we may not see him in the NFL. Like I, I'm oh. not saying he'll go in. I'm just saying all of his court stuff that was supposed to happen during Tampa Bay season last year, they pushed it off to this year, 2021, I believe. Oh. So we don't know how that stuff's going to play out. We'll see. Well, money can make you do a whole bunch of things, but you'll be surprised yeah. what money can do. Sadly. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Um, well, yeah, you, you called it, Tyler. Nobody uh, right now, as I said, Tampa Bay is also 2022 Super Bowl winning champs until right. otherwise. <laughs> well, I, don't see the, I don't see nobody beating them. No, and 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 as we are, I mean, and as we already said, this doesn't. You, what more can you add to a legacy, man? Like, what more can you add to Tom Brady? Yeah. Like, what more can Brady add to his legacy? Oh, he went eight Super Bowls. Oh, he went nine, 10, 11, 12. I mean, like, at this point, like, what more would you add? Like, you could pretend to say he can actually keep playing and probably keep winning. He could, he probably yeah. going to retire on top. And we, we could all have this argument if somebody was, let's say, I don't think it ever happened. But let's say if somebody ever got close to taking away his Super Bowls, we can literally say this man could have kept playing and kept winning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't see anybody. Uh, I really don't see nobody beating this team, man. So no, um, gonna be gonna be an interesting uh, football season for sure, though. Still gonna be interesting for real. You got that right. 
Oh, man. Well, anything else you want to cover here before we close down the show? Uh, no, brother, man. Good show, man. Excited to see a lot of these yeah. trade deadlines, a lot of things going on in the NFL and the NBA dealing with trades. Oh, yeah. Real quick, uh, March Madness. A uh, ton of upsets. ton of upsets. Uh, let's just say uh, I was wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. I only I kept it close, but I'll be, I'll be a man here and say I was wrong. I only kept it close for a while. Uh, closer than Maryland did, right? <laughs> Gosh, but, I know. Hey, I won me a nice little parlay uh, the other day. I uh, picked Oral Roberts over Florida, Arkansas over Rutgers, and Houston – or, oh, no, Houston over Rutgers and Arkansas over Texas Tech. Put in a dollar, won $9.63. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Hey, that's a whole Burger King meal right there. There you go, there right you there. Go. Turn a dollar. <laughs> if, if I can just keep doing that, man, we'll, we'll, we'll end hey, up. Bro. <laughs> there we go. So, but you're right, bro. Uh, the upsets are uh, next level, man. Um, I, Oral Roberts, Loyola of Chicago. Um, Syracuse. I mean, Syracuse. Buddy Bates. But they talked about, well, I said that last show. I you told did. you about how Syracuse is always, and I didn't notice that. They said every time uh, Syracuse with uh, Jim uh, Bohan mm-hmm. has been a, a double-digit seed, mm-hmm. they've made it at least to the Elite Eight every time. It's so crazy. crazy. Uh, I didn't even know that stat, but knowing now, I mean, bro, who who want to bet against a guy like him? You know, Syracuse yeah. has that pedigree. You don't want to bet against a team like that. I had Kansas winning the title, and it looks like they're definitely not winning that anymore. So They, uh, they, got, they got beat, bro. They're already out. I know. They got yeah, beat by USC, that. man. You, uh, yeah, they did. UCLA. That's crazy. So uh, Let's see. Right now, if I'm, I'm looking at the – Oh, well, USC. Take that back. USC. You're right. USC. Yeah, USC. Um, right now, the favorite to win it all is Gonzaga, followed by Baylor and Michigan. That's, that's, that's the three, like, top favorites right now to win the whole thing. Well, right now, you know, you got your boys. Uh, you got Loyola versus uh, Oregon State. Which they can do you that. You think it's that. Uh, I think Loyola might beat them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can pull that one off. I think they can. Then you got Baylor Villanova. That's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I, I, I'm sticking with Baylor. I got. I made. I, I picked Baylor to make it to the final. I mean, to the uh, championship. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas versus Oral Roberts. What you think, man? I think that's going. I think the the uh, buck stops here, man. Uh, I think Oral Roberts. As much as I love watching them, uh, that that young fella they got, Admus, he is. He is something else, but um, I, I think this is where it ends. Arkansas has got some pretty good defense. They've got long-rangey guys, some some pros in that on that team, and I, I just they've caught some good breaks. Ohio State, I wasn't the biggest on them, and they caught them slipping, and then they caught Florida on a on a bad Florida year. I just yeah. don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they can pull it off against Arkansas. If I had to uh, pick one, I'd have to pick Arkansas. What about you? Um, yes, give me Arkansas as well, man. I think the yeah. train stops here. They did have a good run. If they yeah. do beat these boys, then you might well put I'm hey, don't pick against them no more. <laughs> hey, my mom, my mom made boys. a bracket. She had Oral Roberts winning the whole thing. <laughs> so she and she picked them to win like the like before it even started, bro. So if she somehow pulls that crap out, I don't know, man. That's a wild stuff. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> that's a wild stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> um Syracuse and Houston. Syracuse. Houston's main guy, uh, he's dealing with a hip pointer. He about, like, that about cost him the game. Like he's, he's just playing hurt right now. Syracuse, give me them for the win. All right. Um, surely not last but not least. But uh, you got uh, Gonzaga and Creighton. I got Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Uh, Michigan and Florida State. Um, I, I don't know. Who, who's the underdog right now on that? Uh, Florida State. Florida State's the fourth. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. I'm mm-hmm. going to go Florida State. Ooh. Call me crazy. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going Michigan in that one. Okay, yeah. this is going to be a really good one. Alabama versus UCLA. I don't even think it's going to be a good one, bro. I think this is going to be another massacre. Give me Alabama big. Woo! You know, those Pac-12 teams have been hot. I know, but I just – there, there's certain rules I follow. UCLA is not a team I trust ever. In the tournament, I, I, in fact, that's what, and it kind of bit me in the butt this past weekend. I picked Abilene Christian in another parlay to upset them, and it, that one didn't work at all. I could be wrong, but Alabama's a whole lot better team than Abilene Christian. All right, all right, and then 
you got two Pac-12 teams playing each other out of USC and Oregon. You got six versus seven. It's a nail biter. Uh, give me Oregon. They they got a uh, old buddy from Liberty County here in Georgia, Will Richardson. I love watching right. him play. He's good. And then man, they they just they were on fire the other day against Iowa. I, they were. I enjoyed watching them. So I'll, I'm going to go Oregon here, even though USC has the the Mobley boys. Mm, I'm gonna go with uh, Oregon as well. So all right, um, all that's, right. that's the uh, that's the uh, Sweet Sixteen. We'll definitely be hitting it back because uh, the Final Four. I mean, the Elite Eight does not start till Monday. Wow. And also Tuesday, so we'll hit at least the second part of that Elite Eight by okay. next week. But um, overall, man, incredible show. Yes. I'm excited to see a lot of these things go out. Um, hey, we're in, we in a nick of things, man. We're in a nick of things. Things oh, yeah. starting to get down. We're already in the playoff, you know, parts, obviously, for uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. Playoffs coming for the NBA and NFL. We're about to start seeing the draft. Combine stuff is happening, so excited yep. to see. We might hit some uh, things on the combine in the near future. So, yep, be out for that one. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening in. Continue to show that support. Give us a follow on Twitter at the TNT Podcast over on Instagram at TT underscore Podcast. Show us some love on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Give us a review, like, share. Give us that retweet. Share it to your fleets your stories, whatever it is, guys, get it out there. Help us out. Help us make 2021 a big, great year. Uh, As always, we really do appreciate the support, and we will see you next time. Boom, boom.